perfectly balanced. As all things should be. So it is highly unlikely that you are reading or listening to this review in order to decide if you will see the movie or not. As of today, May 17th, Avengers Infinity War has raked in $1,665,125,380 globally. If you take its domestic haul and divide it by the average cost of a movie ticket here in America, $9.16 by the way, It means that over 61 million people, myself included, have packed the theaters to see easily the most anticipated blockbuster of 2018. Well, wait a minute. You gotta take into consideration all the diehards who saw it two or more times, and let's just estimate the total at 50 million. Still, that means that somewhere between 1 in 6 to 1 in 7 people who live here in the old US of A have undergone the shared experience of watching Thanos wreak havoc on the world's mightiest heroes. So here are a couple of quick impressions before I render my buttery finger judgment. Oh, and if for some strange reason you haven't seen it, let me give the obligatory spoiler alert. One thought I had was that gone are the days when villains were either bumbling buffoons or amusingly evil caricatures. Maybe my memory was jogged by the recent passing of actress Margot Kidder, who played Lois Lane in the late 70s and early 80s Superman films. That reminded me of Gene Hackman's take on Lex Luthor or consider Jack Nicholson's swing at the Joker in Tim Burton's Batman. They were sure fun to watch, but no way in hell were you ever going to see them cry, or digitally cry, in Thanos' case. Don't get me wrong, Thanos is bad. He's very bad. But for a guy who, in a proposed compassionate act of population control, sacrifices his adopted daughter, Gamora, in order to gain the power to commit galactic genocide by wiping out half of all sentient life with the iconic snap of his fingers, he kind of gets to you. I don't know, perhaps we can blame this move away from the mostly flat bad guys of the past to today's more complex, emotionally brooding types on the late Heath Ledger. After all, he was just ahead of the curve. Beyond this, let's resist the temptation to dig too deep and read into Infinity War some larger social commentary. What draws most people to see films like this are two things. One, some endearing characters who strike just the right balance between being relatably human while also possessing superhuman abilities. And two, the prospect of watching said characters face a formidable foe at the risk of great loss. And that is something Disney's Marvel movie franchise, aka the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has done quite well under the steady leadership of the president of Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige. Actually, I take that back. They have done good on the endearing characters side of the equation, but not so great on the formidable foes, who seem to be routinely discarded at the end of all the previous Marvel installments. But boy, did they make up for that with Infinity War, as evidenced by each gasp of the audience as they watch Black Panther, Spider-Man, Star-Lord, and a host of other beloved characters fade away to ashes. Throw in some epic fight scenes, solid special effects, an effective movie score from composer Alan Silvestri, and voila, you have $1.6 billion in ticket sales and counting. So what's my buttery fingers review of Avengers Infinity War? I'm going to give it two buckets. I had a good time, was surprisingly emotional during a few scenes, and damn it, I've woke up in the middle of the night at least twice trying to figure out how Tony Stark, Captain America, and company are going to fix this mess. Congrats, Disney. You've guaranteed I'm going to continue to contribute to Bob Iger's retirement. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. And remember that you can check out more of my takes on faith, social justice, and pop culture, along with other life-inspired musings by visiting www.curtelewis.com. If you enjoyed and benefited from this and other publications featured on my website, would you take a few minutes to show your support? First, you can share it with your friends via social media, text message, email, word of mouth, pigeon bird, cave art, whichever you prefer. Second, if you're listening on iTunes, take a few seconds to subscribe to this podcast and to give it a positive review. Lastly, you can help me to continue to produce these podcasts by making a monthly or one-time financial contribution. Click on support on the website to learn more. Again, thanks so much for listening.